Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Hello, I'm Steve Post from Motor Racing Network. Welcome in to MRN's Crew Call. We are so glad that you've uh, taken some time to spend with us and appreciate you doing that. Uh, so much going on in the sport of NASCAR racing and so much going on at the NASCAR Hall of Fame with a new exhibit down there and where we're at in the voting process for the class of 2021. We figured this would be a good opportunity to catch up with the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So when we come back, we'll chat with Winston Kelly. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, I did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. MRN's crew call rolling along here. We're so glad you're spending time with us. And today I get to spend time with one of my buds, one of the guys that I enjoy spending time with on the road. He is our lead pit road reporter and also the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Winston Kelly, by gosh. Good to see you, my man. Oh, man, it's great to see you. And uh, you guys have been knocking out of the park. Uh, wish I could be there with you at the racetrack. But uh, these other duties coming up and uh, it's great to see and just glad to see NASCAR racing. Let's, 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 let's cover that before we talk about the display you've got going on and what we actually came to talk about today. Um, getting NASCAR back on track, Darlington and Charlotte, and then, uh, you know, and, and, and Bristol and Atlanta and, and, and moving forward as we, as, as we do that, Winston, I am telling you, I don't know that it personally, I didn't realize how much I missed NASCAR until it was gone. Man, it, it has been it has been wonderful seeing the races, and it's been pretty good to have them on track as well. Absolutely. The Sunday afternoon at Darlington, I, ha I was the quintessential race fan. I had two computers going. I had my, my iPhone and the, and the television. I honest to goodness did, because I was listening to you guys. I had it synced up on a computer uh, through NASCAR.com with the television. Then I was listening to the channels that we were getting uh, also on NASCAR.com, listening to the drivers. And then I was watching Twitter and, you know, what people were saying and the teams were saying. It. So I was the quintessential race fan. And it reminded me, that's why I started wanting to work in this business back in 1981 and why I've been in it ever since. That uh, At the heart of all of it, we're race fans. So thoroughly enjoyed it. And seeing what we've got to do to get the NASCAR Hall of Fame back open and all the details NASCAR's had to do for all these different venues dwarfs our one building in the state and the county that we're in. So, you know, my hat's off to everybody uh, from Jim and Lisa, Steve Phelps, Mike Helton, to every one of the race teams and the tracks and all. It's just been a monumental feat uh, 
just knowing what we're going through. Yeah, as someone who went through the process of the screening and the, the, the showing up and the knowing where to go and knowing when to go and everything else, the details are impressive. Pulling it off is impressive. And now pulling it off at multiple tracks and keeping it rolling, uh, the, 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 the folks running NASCAR really have it buttoned up. And that's what's allowed us to get back. And, 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 and you hear other sports, they're struggling to get back and because because they can't seem to get it quite as tight as we have it with NASCAR. And it is, it is really, really been fun, fun to be back. And I like you when, uh, when a friends of PR and had the Coca-Cola 600, I grilled out. I listened on the radio. I was, I, I was a number one race fan. You weren't taking that day away from me. I enjoyed it. And, uh, and really have so uh, neat, neat stuff. That is for sure. And speaking of neat stuff, uh, you guys have a, a new display going on at the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame. It's called Holland. Twenty-five years of the NASCAR trucks. Uh, that's got to be a pretty cool display. It there, really Winston. is. It's something that Tom Jensen, Dan Simone, and the exhibits team had been working on, and it was launched actually right around Daytona 500 week, right after our induction ceremony and. Uh, so many cool things in there, and they came up with a concept, and Kevin Schleser, our exhibits director, is kind of, okay, how robust is this? And when you look at what we were able to obtain, we've got eight different trucks in there, starting with the 1994 Ford F-150 that was the first truck series exhibition race winner at Mason Marin that P.J. Jones drove. So that one's pretty unique that we were able to get that. We had had Cole Custer's dad had reached out to us. He is the youngest winner in the, the uh, Gander Outdoors truck series. So we've got that 2014 truck. We've got last year's uh, championship truck from Matt Crafton. Uh, we've got Mike Skinner's first championship truck. And I could go on and on. One from Ron Hornaday, Todd Bodine, Jack Sprague, Kyle Busch. So many different trucks that show the evolution of this truck series as well as two different cases that have helmets from the majority of our champions, as well as artifacts, trophies, and race reports throughout uh, these different uh, exhibits. And we're going to extend it because of this, this shutdown. Uh, the other exhibit that we're working on later this year, we've worked with a partner to move that into 2021. So this thing is going to be extended through the majority of 2020. So we're really excited about it. And, you know, you saw this past uh, Tuesday night truck race. You were there. And, you know, that's what we've been seeing since 1995. It, it, it is amazing, Winston. And when I think of the truck series, and, I, and I'm and I'm and I'm anxious to, uh, to to see the evolution of the trucks when 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 we get a chance to get down there, because uh, on the surface you think, well, they haven't changed much, and then when you look at the details, I, I know as for a fact that they really truly have. But I think when I think of the truck series, Winston, I think of the personalities in this sport. Uh, and you mentioned some of the champions. I mean, this sport, this 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 part of NASCAR racing in 25 years has given us some of the biggest, boldest personalities in all of NASCAR. Yeah, I remember when uh, Bill France Jr. and others announced this in Sonoma back in 1994 that here's what we were going to do. It's like if they lost their mind. And I tell you what, the competition has just been phenomenal, whether it's at Daytona or Talladega or the Mason Marins of the world. But the personalities – and the competition that they've had, and, and the camaraderie. You know, when Ron Hornaday Jr. was inducted into the NASCAR Hall of Fame in the class of 2018, so many of the people that he invited as his guests to come to the ceremony were 
the Jack Sprague's and the Ron and the uh, and the Todd Bodines and the Mike Skinner's, his buds that he raced against. He wanted them there to share it, and he saw it as this is us doing that. He just happened to be the first one to go in the Hall of Fame as a four-time champion. But you can see how tight knit that group is, and, and just how they have evolved, and, and just pure racers just absolute pure racers and some of the greatest personalities. Hornaday, I, I mean, he just tickles me to death when, when he came out on stage and said, it's the friggin' Hall of Fame. And he had, to, he had to have a cap. So he had to make sure that he had a Hall of Fame cap because, he's, you know, he always wears a cap, you know. And, and watching he and Ken Squire and Ray Evernham in that class together how they interacted and agitated and aggravated each other could not have been more fun. Yeah, you're right. Hornaday, I'm with you. Hornaday, I I see him at a short track in a pit and a smile goes on my face. And no matter what I'm doing, I got to go say, hey, because you just never know what you're going to get. And he is, uh, he is a wonderful person. I think one of the other things, when I think about the truck series, Winston, and, and you're right, you've talked about Ron and Mike Skinner and Jack Sprague and Todd Bodine, the, the stalwarts of the series, the old school guys. This thing has also been a tremendous proving ground for youngsters. When we look at guys like William Byer and Christopher Bell, I mean, they had to come into the series and tangle with those veterans to, 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 to prove their marks, to go on. So the series has been full of characters, but it's also been a great stepping stone as well. And as it evolved over the years, I thought it was very interesting that it became that stepping stone of how people go up through the sport. Guys like you mentioned, William Byron, Christopher Bell, you can go back through so many of them. But also it became a place where folks who weren't quite ready to hang up the helmet, if you will, uh, and could still be extremely competitive or go back and run a one-off race. I still expect Jeff Gordon. I don't know anything. I still expect a Jeff Gordon or maybe even a Dale Earnhardt Jr. at a Martinsville, how Darrell Waltrip did it. But, you know, seeing guys do that, and then it helps the William Irons to be able to race against the Ron Hornaday Juniors and, and to learn from some of the very best in the business and to have those those different generations merge together and the competition that they have and the respect that they have for each other. You know, it's just been one of my favorite series, you know, since its inception in 1995. And we're just glad that we can honor the 25 years that the truck series has been in existence and look forward to another 25. Yeah, the, the young drivers racing now, learning at the feet of Johnny Sauter and Matt Crafton, they're getting a good education right now and an education that could lead them to the next phase, that is for sure. Winston, you talked a little bit about the trucks and you mentioned there's some artifacts. Is there a unique item or one or two items uh, that, are, that are on display there that, that when, when, you, when you open back up and, and, and people come there, that they just, they just have to come and, and, and check out? Well, I've always been a big fan of the helmets. You know, Tony Stewart has his helmet display at his house that he'll every now and then show. So there's about a dozen different helmets, and I'm not going to try to single out one, but just the different designs, both, both how they have evolved. But the, the helmets are one place that drivers' personalities mm-hmm. can jump out, and you can see that. And that's one of the things that I've always appreciated. I also like to see how trophies have evolved. You know, and we've got trophies from the early years to more current. But the helmets are ones that wherever they are in the Hall of Fame, wherever they are in a specific shorter-term exhibit like this or one, that I always enjoy 
going and seeing, like when we had Richard Childress, you know, you'd see a Dale Earnhardt open face helmet and then an Austin Dillon, a more current helmet. That's the thing. Beyond the trucks, I mean, you know, the, the trucks are what they are. And, you know, you can get right up on them. You can look inside. You can see how the seats have evolved. You know, I remember when, when we opened our Glory Road with Dale Earnhardt Jr., who picked out the cars, he could not believe how Richard Petty's 79 seat was in his car. He just couldn't believe it and had to text Kyle and said, is this for real? And he, he got in it. So you can see inside the trucks. But when you look into cases, the helmets just show the different drivers' personalities and what was going on at that time in their life. Mm, fascinating stuff. It really truly is. Winston, um, when we look beyond the, uh, beyond the uh, truck series display, uh, and, and, and in just a second, we'll, we'll figure out how we can get back in there and all of the timelines on that. But, uh, but also one of, the, uh, one of the aspects of the Hall of Fame that usually happens around this time of year is voting on your uh, 2021 class. Where are we at in the process with that? Well, just like everybody else, uh, we've had to be flexible, fluid, whatever word that you want to uh, use. And we've worked very closely with NASCAR as NASCAR was looking to bring us back onto the racetrack. And, and that's first and foremost, that drives our schedule. We have generally done the Wednesday between the All-Star Race and the Coke 600. It's a perfect time for fans to be there. It's a perfect time for the industry to be there. Obviously, with things changing and racing in Darlington that Wednesday, uh, we've been working with NASCAR on a timing. We're going to do a virtual meeting. Uh, we did the voting, uh, as people are probably aware, we're going from five to three inductees mm -hmm. uh, to make sure we, that we maintain that incredibly high standards of excellence to get in. So we've got a modern era ballot of people that have raced since 1961 into current. That nominating committee met in Daytona when everything was still opened up. So those 10 nominees uh, were announced uh, a few weeks ago, along with the pioneer ballot. The Pioneer Ballot and the committee for that, the Honors Committee, is made up predominantly of living Hall of Famers, living Squire Hall Award winners. So we had a virtual meeting, uh, if you can believe that, March 31st with, you know, the Bobby Allisons and the Rex Whites and the Jerry Cooks and the Ken Squires, and you're seeing them on these Zoom-type videos. And, and seeing those guys was just so great that day and listening to their perspective on who should be nominated. So we're going to do that type of vote where our 64 members will, are invited June the 9th to have that type of vote. Now, the actual date for the announcement, NASCAR is still working with their accounting firm and NBCSN, our television partner, because since some of the ballots will be emailed and mailed back in from a snail mail standpoint, we can't have the announcement that day. So uh, we hope to nail down that day now that we've got uh, the rest of that week, the rest of the next week, kind of nailed down where we'll be racing uh, and where that slots in and makes sense that uh, NBC generally devotes the majority of a show, one of their NASCAR America shows. So it'll be shortly after that, whether it's the following week or after that. So that's when the class of 2021 uh, with the two members for the modern era and the one member from the pioneer ballot will be announced. So we can then start the process of, developing everything from the ceremony to the merchandise and paraphernalia that goes with that. So uh, a little bit behind schedule, but it, it's been a great collaboration, much smaller than what NASCAR has gone through getting back on the racetrack, but it's been a great collaboration with them. Uh, NBC 
uh, and all the other folks that are involved. Such a life-changing day when those announcements are made, and we can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see, uh, see what you guys come up with as far as uh, all of that does. Can't wait to get things open back up, Winston. As, 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 as you've indicated and I've indicated, we've, we're, we're living in these cycles, these waves, these phases. Different states have phases and colors, and there's three, and there's five, and there's two, and there's everything else. Where are we at as far as the uh, NASCAR Hall of Fame uh, is as far as uh, getting a chance for fans, for all of us to get back in there? Well, the first thing, and I've told our staff and those that we're working with with our parent company that operates other buildings like the Charlotte Convention Center, Ovens Auditorium, Bojangles Coliseum, is we're going to open when we're safely ready to open. Our staff has been trained. We have all the procedures and protocols, just like NASCAR has done, whether it's in terms of cleaning equipment, uh, sneeze guards, and things like that. We're not going to open before we're ready. So the phase that we thought we were in was could potentially have had us open toward the end of May. Uh, we're in a phase now in North Carolina uh, that the current time frame is sometime June 27th or after. Now, this thing has been fluid. It could be a little bit earlier. It could be a little bit later. We recognize that. We would not have been ready May 23rd. So that, you know, we – we are very close to having everything buttoned up and start to train our staff. Uh, uh, we've already got all of our facility stuff up and right. So we don't have an exact date, but we've got to button up and finish some of our protocols. And then another key part is the communication, letting people know what we're doing, how we're doing things different, uh, and what to expect when they show up. So now that we've got uh, the basic bones, if you will, and then some additional details that we've got to put together, that communication. And there's so many different customers, just like NASCAR has a lot of different stakeholders. We're looking at our general admission customer, our event type customer that comes in. You know, we do over 300 events a year that sometimes have been over a thousand or so people. We're not going to be able to have those big events right off the bat. We've got school groups and summer camps and things like that that we've got to have processes and protocols for them. We've got a lot of hands-on interactives, the materials that we provide for children. They've got to go through an extensive cleaning process, not just for get coming back, but every time they're touched. So that's where I say I have a little bit of an idea what NASCAR is going through because there's so many details. So we want to make sure we have everything ready, all of our communication, both in the building and on the websites, and let people know. So, you know, we're looking at sometime uh, in the latter part of June, and you know, if the phases that uh, the North Carolina governor has. So uh, we'd ask people to stay tuned and askarhall.com. That's where we'll communicate. But uh, right now, uh, we would be eligible to open June the 27th. That's a target date. Uh, if we can if we're ready and are allowed to open a little bit earlier, we would certainly consider that, but only if we're ready. Uh, if it gets pushed back a little bit further, you know, we'll just deal with it and go from there. I'm telling you, I, uh, I think we take it for granted. So uh, I've yet to see Dale Jr.'s Glory Road. I've yet to see the display for the 2020 uh, inductees. And now we've got the Holland NASCAR 25 year exhibit. Got to get down there and get caught back up and uh, and looking forward to that day when we can open up and looking forward to that day when we can call races on Parent Road again, Winston. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, appreciate a little time here today uh, talking Hall of Fame and talking NASCAR racing. 
Thanks for having us on, and uh, can't wait to see everybody back at the racetrack and at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Everybody be safe, be healthy. Be safe, be healthy, and we'll leave it with that. That's Winston Kelly, Executive Director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame and our lead pit road reporter here on Motor Racing Network. Stay with us. More crew call in just a moment. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Great catching up with Winston Kelly. I think this is like a lot of things in the world. We, we, we don't realize how much we miss friends and people until we don't get to see them. So it was great to chat with Winston and see his smiling face on our Zoom meeting here and learn all about what's going on down at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. A great, great place. If you ever find yourself in Charlotte, you need to check it out. It is must-see for a NASCAR fan. Also must-see for a NASCAR fan are our NASCAR tailgates. That's right. Hashtag nascar tailgate now we want to see how you are partaking of the races okay now i did mine down at darlington i made a little video and showed where i was watching the race from calling from turn number three and the food spread that i had oh i love tailgating went on sporting events and love nascar tailgating and so we would invite you to send your nascar tailgate pictures and Hey, we'll show some of them off as well here. But, uh, yeah, the NASCAR tailgate, use hashtag NASCAR tailgate. You can show us what your what your TV setup looks like, your entertainment center. You can show us the friends you're hanging out with. I love to see the food that you're enjoying, uh, the beverages you're partaking of, whatever it is. What makes your NASCAR, ha- uh, NASCAR tailgate uh, important to you and fun for you as we take in this series of NASCAR races? So you can follow us on Twitter at MRN Radio. Make sure when you send those pictures or videos or photos to use hashtag NASCAR tailgates. We would love to see them. And, yeah, some of them we're going to share on all of our NASCAR programming. Thanks again to Winston Kelly for joining us here on MRN crew call i'm steve post we'll talk to you again real soon mrn crew call was brought to you by hercules tires